Hi, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Numbers. Uh, my name is Dave Bookbinder. I'm a director at Pine Hill Group, senior director at Pine Hill Group, I should say, my bad. Um, this is the show where we dig a little bit deeper to understand what matters really most in business. And today I'm super excited to have a guest who is what I would say uniquely qualified to talk about the idea of living behind the numbers. And I'm talking about former Flyer, a Flyer Hall of Famer, and currently the Director of Strategic Relationships at WCRE Wolf Real Estate. That's Brian Propp. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, how are you doing today, Dave? Uh, great. Thanks so much again. So, um, show's called Behind the Numbers, and like I just said in the intro, you're uniquely qualified. You've lived in the world of professional athletics where your performance is number-based and it's, it's visible for everyone, and then you made the transition to the business world. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, first of all, what you do with uh, WCRE, but also what it was like to transition from the world of pro sports into the world of business? Uh, well, there's a lot of questions there. Like, uh, I was, I've been with Wolf Commercial Real Estate for the last four years uh, with Jason Wolf, and uh, I'm the business development, but I'm, I'm licensed uh, too. So that means that if I get a lead, then I'll, I'll be licensed to do a deal. And, uh, but it, it works really well for me because uh, I'm kind of the face of the company. And with me doing other things like the Flyers Ambassador, you know, I, I'm, I'm out all the time and get a chance to meet, meet people, talk with people, and uh, give them some ideas of if they want some uh, space that they want to rent or own or buy. So it's good. But for me, uh, you know, I've been here 40 years after the, the Flyers, and, and I have uh, did nine years at the Flyers as a, as a color analyst. And so, uh, you know, just it changed a little bit, you know, but, but I still, you know, love uh, doing all the things that I've been doing. That's great. So you get to still spend time in, in both worlds, which is probably a great thing. So uh, you talk about the alumni. We're going to get into the charities in just a bit here. But talk about what your role is as a member of the Flyers alumni. Uh, so I'm on the board of the Flyers alumni, along with the Brad Marsh as our president, and so we do a lot of things for the charities. We have the golf tournament, we have uh, a, a run and walk, we have a, now the coming up we have a fight night where we have all the tough guys that are going to be uh, talking about uh, the fights that they've done, and we, we we're bringing a couple other fighters from the other teams in, so that'll happen in a couple of weeks, and we're excited with that. But uh, we give a lot back uh, through our Flyers alumni charity and uh, we've done some hockey events with uh, the Snyder Foundation to create uh, uh, where we can build so we could uh, donate two million for, from our Flyers alumni to build the rink at Penn class of 23 and so we just started with that uh, the renovating that so it's really really exciting for us to carry on Ed Snyder's name oh yeah no question we're gonna roll some images in just a minute but before we do for the folks in the back can you give us a hint as to who some of those tough guys are gonna be at that event oh yeah well it's uh, uh, Dave Brown uh, Dave Schultz there there and Stanley and, and 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 maybe a couple others. Okay, Ty Domi maybe. No. Uh, no, it might might be another guy from Montreal, uh, Nylon, and uh, Tyler Ty O'Reilly. Okay, sorry, O'Reilly. Yeah, but yep. but they're they're good good stories and uh, and they're they're all. They hated us when, when we played, but now we're, we're all friends. <laughs> that's 
it's all good. All right, so for the folks in the back in the production area, we've got some images that Brian wants to talk through. So Brian, the folks on the screen are gonna see those images. Maybe you can just uh, give a little background on what we're looking at. Yeah, so uh, at, at Wolf Commercial, uh, we do a lot of charity work, and so this, this, this shot is us handing out money, uh, or food for the new needy. And so, uh, you know, we, we collected all the food for all those years, and uh, we do it once a year, and it really raised a lot of money for the people that need the help of getting more food uh, for the hel uh, uh, hungry. And it's our group of guys, you know, so we, we push in and we, uh, we do a really good job with uh, the, the charity and, and we, we support other charities too, but uh, you know, this one was special because uh, it's right in Cherry Hill and uh, it really helps the Jewish Foundation. And here there's a, we, we, we run a celebrity hockey game every September. We have uh, six former alumni playing with uh, the team, uh, two teams, and we, we split up the team so that it makes it fun. And uh, we've, that, that, this last year we've raised 75000 for the hockey event, and it, it was at the Voorhees Skate Zone with a dinner after at a Victory Bar in Berlin. Uh, but all these guys having a chance to play uh, with a former Flyer alumni really made a difference, you know, because and they're 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 happy to be there. They support the charity, and we have a lot of sponsors. We've got some silent auction items. We have a lot of other things that uh, really help with, especially with the hockey in September. It might be in the end of September this year. Yeah, and the, the caliber of play is fantastic. I've seen you guys, and you guys can still skate, and sometimes it gets even a little bit chippy out there. Well, a little bit, yeah, but it's, it's competitive. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so like, the, and especially the former guys, you know, like, the, like they don't want to lose, and uh, like Todd Fedorik, you know, he, he didn't <laughs> want to win, lose, but, you know, he is a good guy that he played, and uh, Andre Faust has been playing with us, Shell Samuelson and Brad Marsh is now and uh, he, so like we're part of uh, six charities that we support and the Flyers alumni is part of the charities that we uh, we support where we uh, snip uh, we were we, you, you can you, you use the six different charities to split the money okay so for the folks who are watching if they'd like to learn more about how they can participate or attend one of these events what's the best way for them to do that just go to our uh, wolf website because that's the best we have a lot of good information about that with with what we do and with uh, the hockey and we also do another uh, charity where we're going to do some a golf tournament this may 17th uh, for at ramble red uh, so we we sell it we we sold it out last year and we will sell it out again this year but uh, that's going to be march 17th at ramble red in the afternoon Great. Are you involved in the, the Flyers Wives Charities at all too, Brian? Yes. Uh, so like I help them uh, because we, we have the carnival that the Flyers do every year and, uh, and I'm on the board and then plus you know, working as the ambassador with the Flyers with Bernie Prawn and Dave Schultz. We see a lot of people every, every home game. I'm, I'm visiting with people. And, uh, but you know, we, uh, you know, we have a golf tournament. We have a, a hockey event. We have uh, some, uh, like as I was mentioning, the, the fight night, and so, it, and, and it all ties in with the Flyers charities. Very good. 
I want to shift gears a little bit and get into some business talk for our audience who tuned in to hear some business stuff too. Um, and again, you're uniquely positioned to talk about a concept that's pretty popular, leadership. Uh, really would love to get your perspective on what leadership, leadership meant in athletics and what leadership means to you in the business world. Yeah, so like uh, I learned from the best because Bobby Clark was uh, the greatest leader uh, in, in all of sports. Uh, and when I started in 79 with him, uh, I learned from him quickly how to be a, a, bid, a, a good leader. And so that was really good. Uh, yeah, and from that, his example, like we, you know, we had good leaders like uh, Mark Howe, Tim Kerr, uh, Dave Poulin after. And then I, then I went to Boston with Ray, Ray Bork. And I was in Minnesota with uh, Mike. Madonna and so like yeah and Gretzky I played with him for 15 years and Lemieux for a few years after that so I you know I have a good example of all the top leaders that I learned from and I was always pretty quiet I sat and listened from them and they kind of just let them do the talking and from that you know, I found that the people that listen and and ask the right questions you can learn a lot from them and at Wolf same sort of thing like I'm in the office almost every day uh, getting up early and uh, meeting with all the people and uh, meetings and then uh, events. I go to a lot of events like uh, the Philly Man uh, magazine, uh, Jenny Ryan's events, yeah. and uh, you know all the charities that we have. I've got a lot of galleys coming, galleys going on right now with all the different charities. And so I'm in front of all these people, and, and every time I'm there, I usually get their card and take their picture and put their picture with their contact and write little note about where what it was and so like you never know who could use some help or, or who can't and uh, so it's, it's it's been really good for me just to be out there all the time and I think that uh, the more that I'm uh, t talking the better my speak has has come from my stroke and so uh, I think just by being out all the time it really does make a difference for me great we've got to take a quick commercial break right now we'll be back to talk more with Brian prop in just a moment don't go anywhere Shelter dogs aren't broken. They've simply experienced more life. If they were human, we would call them wise. They would be the ones with tales to tell and stories to write. The ones dealt a bad hand who responded with courage. Do not pity a shelter dog. Adopt one. RVN TV is a platform for people of any industry to share their story. Over 285,000 viewers are tuning in to RVN TV shows monthly. We guarantee a great experience that you'll be sharing with everyone you know while increasing your personal and company's brand awareness. But what is your brand? According to Forbes, it's a combination of your logo, your product, your design and feel, and your personality. Did you know that aside from being a guest, we offer even more opportunity to boost your brand? Adding your company logo and website on screen during your interview will allow viewers to recognize your brand instantly. Incorporating images and video clips is another great way to showcase your product during your live segment. Let viewers see how good you really are. And most importantly, there's you and your interview. For less than the cost of a newspaper, direct mail, or a magazine ad, 
you can leave our studio and within 48 hours have a permanent digital copy of your live segment to link to your social media, embed into your company website, or use in email marketing. Investing in your brand is so very important, and we can't wait to have you as a guest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder, Senior Director at Pine Hill Group. Today, my guest is Brian Propp, Flyer Hall of Famer and Director of Strategic Relationships with Wolf Commercial Real Estate. Uh, Brian, before the commercial break, you alluded to your stroke. Uh, stroke is, is a topic of conversation that's very relevant right now. Luke Perry, famous actor, recently passed at the age of 52. Uh, you had a stroke in 2015. I know you were recently recognized with an award as a courageous athlete for that, and I know you wanted to come on the program and talk about it. Yeah, I was. Uh, my stroke uh, happened when I was on vacation with my family. Uh, my my uh, children were heading to college, and so I wanted to take a trip, and uh, kind of before they went to college, and I was in Annapolis for a couple days. So the first day I, I felt okay, and the second day I had a really bad headache. And I think it was because I was in, in AFib, uh, because I had an, ab an ablation 10 years before that. A lot of people don't know what an ablation is, it's in the heart. And uh, so like, uh, I, I think my medication wore off and I was in AFib and I didn't realize it. So uh, I had the bad headache uh, the second night and uh, the middle of night, uh, I, 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 I couldn't talk, I couldn't, move, I lost a couple teeth. All those years uh, playing hockey, I never lost any teeth. I hit the side of the road, uh, uh, the bed, and lost a couple teeth. Uh, but it was really scary, but uh, I'm very thankful that my family was there because if I wasn't there, I, I, I'm probably not alive at that time because uh, that's how bad it was. Uh, you, time makes a big difference, and I was at the hospital pretty quickly. And so, you know, I was, I was able to get the help. Uh, and, uh, and then, so for, for the first five days, I was in Annapolis, and then I transferred to McGee. And I, as I told you people before, the first three months, I couldn't speak at all. The only thing I said was, was and, and Bernie Prant. And that was, uh, he gets a chip out of that. But, I'm sure. Uh, so I, it, was a, it took me a long time to recover. It took me a year and a half to, uh, especially with my speech. My speech uh, was affected the, the most. Uh, so like I had to relearn how to talk basically and that took a long time. My physical therapy went the fastest because I was in good shape and my occupational therapy took a little, little longer and still my right fingers and hand don't work that well. Uh, so like I, I can't tie a tie or a, a throw a football or do anything like that. So you know that's what I have to leave, leave with. But uh, you know I'm very fortunate that my balance isn't affected. Affected, and uh, so now I'm three and a half years into it, and uh, I play hockey twice a week with a group of guys that I skate with in the, in the mornings, uh, Wednesday and Friday mornings at Pensac and Skate Zone. Uh, and you know these guys, you know, they're they're friends I've known that I've known for 20 years and invite only and you know just to tell you the truth like the goalies aren't that good so I can still score and do a couple guffaws nice. which is nice uh, but uh, people have uh, talked to me about strokes and so like I've 
talking with a lot of people and get to know a lot of the other people that uh, have strokes and so I'm very fortunate that I'm doing better than a lot of other people that, that have um, and uh, you know I, I keep keep a list of people that have had strokes and I try to talk to them as much as I can and uh, just this last couple of weeks like I, I did a, a, a a talk at Moss Rehab, like right when Luke died, and he was 52. So I tell people all the time, uh, the FAST uh, acronym is F for face, is your, f your face drooping, A for arms, are your arms and feet not working, uh, S for speech, is your speech impaired, T for time, Time is critical. You have to go to the hospital immediately if you have a stroke, and uh, that's uh, that's about where you know a lot of people don't realize that they have a stroke and they they don't they don't call right away. So it's it's important that they they call right away so yeah. that it doesn't get worse. You've been a tremendous inspiration for folks nationwide, and I, I've seen some of those interviews, and you do a lot of speaking. What inspired you as you were going through your recovery? Well, first of all, it was like I, you know, I was wondering if I could ever speak again or uh, if I could be as healthy. And I think that just because an athlete uh, recovers a lot quicker, uh, I, I had the drive to get much and much better. And so, like that was where, you know, for my drive and and you know, at the start, I was a little down because uh, I didn't really know what was going to happen. I was just stubborn. Uh, impatient and uh, I always wanted things to happen a lot quicker but over time I realized that I needed to take my time and be more positive, caring and, and uh, you know, with the people that are, are helping me. Uh, but with my uh, family, with my Flyers alumni fans, with my other friends that I play hockey with, uh, it, it all makes a, a big difference for me because of all the people that have supported me over those years and I don't forget that. And you know now with the, the Flyers ambassador uh, in the last three years, uh, I, I had a chance to work with them and I love that. I go to every home game with Bernie Prawn and Dave Soltz. Uh, we, we, in the first uh, period we visit suites and before the games we visit uh, the other people that are there. And I, and I still know a lot of people from uh, the last 40 years of know where they're sitting and so they text me where they're going to sit and I'll, I'll meet them, I'll take pictures and it's all about uh, helping the, the Flyers alumni and the Flyers uh, organization because uh, I love both of them. Right. Um, who came up with the brilliant idea to get you on skates to help with your recovery. Well, that was at McGee Hosp uh, has Rehab uh, because, uh, you know, it was what they wanted me to, to try just to practice what, what, like what I always did. And so like the, they had the vector, vector, vector machine that was buckled in your, 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 yourself to the, but it was me skating and stick handling and, uh, and with rollerblades. Yeah, and so that what it was, it was so much fun for me. Like I, I enjoyed it so much. So I think that all really helped with the reha reha recovery. Yeah, so as I told you before, my wife's a nurse and she wanted to make sure that we gave a shout out to all the doctors and nurses who helped in, in Brian's recovery. So on behalf of all of us, thank you for that. Um, anything else you want to share about the stroke before we shift gears? 
I think that uh, people have to be careful that, uh, that they have to get their doctor's check checkups every year because a lot of people put it, put it, put it down and then and don't, don't go for checkups. And so, you know, it, 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 strokes happen quite often and so there's a lot of people that have strokes that you don't hear about uh, but it's, it affects them all. Yep. Thank you for that. Um, shifting gears just a little bit back into the, the bridge between business and sports, I know you value relationships and strategic relationships is in your business title. Talk a little bit, a bit, a little bit about the value of relationships both in athletics and in the business community. Yeah, well it makes a big difference because uh, you know, it's not who you, you know, it's uh, who you, who you know. And so uh, and by me being out the last 40 years, I, I know so many of these companies in Philadelphia and New Jersey, and I, I, you know, I get to know them they, you know, just from playing hockey. I you know, got introduced to a lot of the business owners. And, uh, you know, and for, uh, for five years, I worked at the Judge Group, which was a staffing company, uh, after I did the radio for nine years. And uh, so like, I got to know a lot of other companies, and uh, you really get to understand what their needs Needs were and just from me doing a lot of different things like the the, the radio, the staffing, now Wolf, uh, you know, and and I'm you know I, I'm 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 set up now like uh, I, I partnered with uh, a law firm uh, Nick Mastakis uh, to to help with, with the legal things that are going on. So you know I keep uh, doing a lot of different things that that makes sense for all the people, but uh, you know I, I use. The, the, the training that I've made for those years to have the right connections and, and I do a lot of things on LinkedIn, you know, where the business owners are all there and they're ready and uh, they respond to me pretty quickly. But plus, uh, I think here at Wolf, we, uh, we do such a good job of marketing our, our company. Uh, it makes a big difference. We post a, a lot of pictures and, and things that are going on uh, that people can understand. Uh, I, I think we're, we're up to like 2,000 followers uh, on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, which uh, really helps uh, the business. Right. And so a lot of people that try to copy us, they can't because we're the best at it. Gotcha. We only have a couple minutes left, and I'd be remiss if I didn't at least ask you one hockey question or, or two if we can squeeze it in. First one I wanted to just throw at you was, throughout your career, who would you say was your most talented teammate? Oh, uh, I would say uh, Mark Howe. Mark Howe by far. I mean, he was so talented. He was quiet. He should have won the, the Norris uh, two or three times, uh, but, you know, he's in the Flyers Hall of Fame, uh, the, the Hockey, Hall, Hockey Hall of Fame now, which is, which is great. He was so, like his dad, he was so good with people and uh, loving and caring and giving. So, but he, he by far is the, the closest one that I, I know. And who got under your skin the most when you were playing? I uh, hated to play against uh, Bob Gailey Gainey from uh, Montreal because he was so big and strong. He actually ended, was, ended up being a coach at Minnesota when I was there too. But he was so tough to play against. You know, you couldn't do anything. You know, he checked you so much. He was a good skater, strong and hard, and to, to play against. And so, like, I hated to play against him. <laughs> And you, you were in the league for, I think, what, 15 years? 15 years, yeah. Yes. So a lot of memories there. So this is going to be a very tough question, probably. Is there a game or a moment that is, stands out in your mind as the most memorable in your career? Uh, yeah, I think it, in 1987, uh, when we were in the finals against the Oilers, uh, game six, 
Uh, I we were, the game was tied. We, we were down two to one, and I scored a goal to tie the game with the six minutes left in the third period, and uh, then uh, then uh, then we scored. Uh, two, three minutes later, with JJ Daniels scoring to face a game, force a game seven, and so I, I'll never forget how large, long, how, how loud it was at the Spectrum, and uh, it was rocking. And so, but yeah, that was uh, very special. You know, unfortunately, we didn't win that year, but uh, we gave it a good chance, and I think the people that are in Philadelphia. Uh, realize how how good we were and we gave us a chance to win a Stanley Cup. Oh yeah, no question. Uh, Flyers fans were very loyal and uh, they certainly love the team and, and certainly the alumni. And you've been a great ambassador for not only Wolf but for the Flyers organization and for the, the good work that you're doing around the strokes. And um, we can't thank you enough for being our guest here today on Behind the Numbers. So hopefully we'll have you back again sometime soon, Brian. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Behind the Numbers. My guest today was Brian Propp, Flyers Hall of Famer and Director of Strategic Relationships at Wolf Commercial Real Estate. Until next time, take care.